Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. On the morning of November 8th, 2018, a devastating forest storm engulfed the picturesque city of Paradise, California. By the time the campfire was extinguished, it had killed 85 people, displaced 50,000 residents, and destroyed 95% of local structure. It was the deadliest U.S. fire in 100 years, the worst ever in California's history. The documentary Rebuilding Paradise from Academy Award-winning director Ron Howard is a moving story of resilience in the face of tragedy as a community ravaged by disaster comes together to recover from what was lost and to begin the important task of rebuilding. And we're joined today by the one of the executive producers of Rebuilding Paradise, and that is Sarah Bernstein. Sarah, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so very much. Um, this is a story that I think, you know, sort of a, in the blur of the world we live in today, this had a really big impact it, when it was happening. I remember there were a lot of wildfires going on in 2018, but this one jumped out for a lot of reasons, none, not the least of which some, somewhere called Paradise was devastated. So that's sort of one of those things that sticks with you. Tell me a little bit about your journey into the involvement in this particular project with Ron Howard and some guy named Brian Grazer and some <laughs> some guy <laughs> and some some uh, composer named Hans Zimmer. I'm not, I'm not sure if I not your typical documentary roster of names, probably. <laughs> I want to give these guys a little boost here, so I thought I'd mention. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, look, it's um, yes, I it was um. Yes, we we've have an incredible team on this documentary that was directed by Ron Howard and produced by Brian Grazer and also produced um, by my partner in um, Imagine Documentaries, Justin Wilkes, and the incredible Van Parker, who was really our producer, who spent the better half of, uh, or the better part, I should say, of the last year on the ground in paradise. So this was a um, an incredible team effort and real, you know, labor of love and um, and really began as do you know many many documentaries where you are watching the news unfold of the day and in this case um, we and Ron were watching the events unfold in paradise and watching this horrific, devastating campfire. Um, unleash itself and really destroy and decimate the entire community of paradise and leave, you know, over 50,000 people displaced. And, and of course, um, many people lost their lives as well. And Ron had been watching this really, really intently. And he was having a conversation, frankly, with one of our executive producers, um, Louisa, on the project. And they were, he was talking about this community because he was very familiar with the community. He had relatives in the area. His mother-in-law had actually lived in paradise for a period of time. And we had just launched this new Imagine Documentaries division. Um, this was about two years ago, a little over two years ago. And he said to, to Justin and myself, you know, do you think there's a film, a documentary to be done here? And up until that point, Ron had mostly, um, the, the several documentaries that he had directed had been 
big personality documentaries like Eight Days a Week and The Beatles. And he had just come off of his fabulous documentary on Pavarotti. And he was, he was really interested in doing something about people, real people. And like I said, he had a very personal connection to this community and he began thinking about, you know, how, how are they gonna, how are they gonna rebuild? How are they gonna pick up their lives? And just what do you do in this scenario? And how does the town totally come back to life? And we quickly mobilized and, and sent a, a team off to Paradise to see um, what was possible. And the result of, of that was, you know, us spending a year in the community and, and really tracking um, the town's recovery. Yeah. Well, it looks like from watching the footage uh, in uh, Rebuilding Paradise that you got there pretty quickly after the fact. And I could imagine just extrapolating a little bit that the emotions must have been extremely raw, extremely tough, just going in as people from what they would consider to be outsiders. Uh, but you found some amazing people to talk to and to get to know. We get to know oh, Matt. Um, oh, Matt sorry. Gates. Oh, yeah, Matt Gates. I'm sorry. Yeah. I knew that I got that wrong. Yeah, wonderful police officer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matt Gates. Go ahead. Michelle John, Woody, yeah. um, who was the former town mayor. We did, we did. And, and I think, you know, it's interesting. I think that after the news crews leave, news usually descends upon a tragic scenario, you know, in the moments that it's actually happening and, and stay for a few days, maybe a week at the most. But I think as soon as our subjects, as we call them in documentaries, and, and the town actually realized that, no, we were, we were really interested in being in this for the long haul. They really, I think, most graciously sort of embraced that concept. And, and, and also, I think this is one of those scenarios that really doesn't hurt to have someone like Ron Howard wanting to make a documentary. I think it was, it was interesting. I was there with Ron in the early weeks, soon after the, the devastation. And, you know, the town was, it was interesting the way that they respond to having Ron Howard there and the IOP and, you know, like Mr. Howard, can, you know, do you want to talk to me? So it's, it was, it was quite amazing for me to actually watch having worked on so many documentaries in my career, but there is an interesting um, relationship that I think people have to Ron and I think they trust him. Yeah. And we had, you know, incredible people who were on the ground initially with us and and we had our incredible, like I said, on the ground producers who really spent most of the year there, Zam Parker and Liz Morheim. And our subjects really, you know, they they were gracious. They opened up and hopefully it was cathartic for them as much as it was for us. Yeah, almost as much as anyone I can think of in the world of filmmaking, Ron Howard's public persona, you know, coming from known for you know, a character who lived in Mayberry, right? I mean, it's sort of, it feels like paradise. I mean, in many ways, just sort of hearkening back to his early career and where, how people got to know him. It yeah. feels like paradise is some version of that because in the people that we meet in the film, they've been, some woman described it, it's not just where I live, it's my whole life. It's everything that I do. And that is echoed throughout the film. And that is the, the devastating part of watching rebuilding paradise to know that these people have who have literally been there for their entire life but it also is the fabric by which this film is sort of in woven into into the telling of the story is that these people are determined to make make do to do what they can to rebuild and 
there it takes a while for them to get over the damage done by not only the physical but the psychological damage but boy yeah. it comes through in the film doesn't it yeah i mean it was remarkable and our producer my you know my producing partner zan on this um zan parker you know kind of coined it at one point where she said you know it's interesting that we're watching a community suffer really go through the stages of grief. And there are these, you know, very well documented stages of grief that psychologists, psychiatrists talk about where, you know, there's a high that goes along with sort of the immediacy of what they have to um, survive and, and all the help that comes into the community. And, you know, you see some of that in the film, you see the Red Cross, you see FEMA, you see local organizations. And then at some point they, not entirely fade away, but, you know, people are really left more to their own devices. And it was interesting. And of course, in our film, you, you see several of our people really, you know, experience just extreme loss through the course of just life. And you also see the physical toll that a situation like this and, you know, losing everything actually takes on people. Yeah. So it was... Yeah, it was it was just incredible, incredibly emotional for, for everyone. Yeah. But I just want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Sarah Bernstein, as she is the one of the producers of a wonderful documentary film called Rebuilding Paradise, and it will be premiering on Nat Geo on the anniversary of the beginning of the campfire, which is November 8th, coming right up. In fact, when you hear this, uh, we'll be probably on the air or it will be screening on Nat Geo and uh, what partnership that must have been for you because they, they are really stepping up their game in terms of the documentary series that they they've are. been putting on. I just uh, interviewed Steve James for City Surreal, surreal yeah. fantastic documentary series. So many others uh, that they've been a part of the cave. Uh, there's yeah. keep going on. Last no, no, I mean, National Geographic is, I mean, they are incredible partners. They jumped right on board to make this film with us. Courtney Monroe, their, their incredible leader is someone I've known for a long time. And um, the whole team at Nat Geo is just really terrific. And I think more importantly, they gave us the resources to spend that time in paradise. And not only that, I think they really thought about how do we bring this film out into the world? And there was a lot of back and forth about what kind of what we you know consider a theatrical release in the time of COVID could we really do? And I think they really, really believed that this film had a strong message of resilience and that there was something that communities around the world, you know, and certainly in the United States at this moment could really relate to. It, it was no longer, and this was for obviously the, the latest, you know, horrific wildfires that had, you know, really scorched obviously the West Coast and the Pacific Northwest and beyond. But over the summer, there was this idea that communities everywhere were struggling. Communities everywhere had to rebuild. Communities everywhere had to find some sort of triumph of the human spirit within to be able to kind of, to move on. And, and in some cases, people, clearly lost their loved ones, lost their employment, lost almost everything. It was a collective decision, but one that Najio really, really championed to get the film out to communities, to allow it to be virtually sort of released and also released in you know, some drive-in capacities or wherever any movie theater was actually open. Because I think everyone was hoping that the story resonated well beyond just a story of tragedy and rebirth, but there was, there was a deeper 
a deeper sentiment that people could glean from just the heroism of our everyday subjects in the film. 2018 was a, a year of horrific fires here in Southern California, all along this wonderful, beautiful state of California. And we're going through it again. And one of the things that comes out in Rebuilding Paradise is, yes, this is, a, and this is what I will say often about great documentary films, is that by focusing on the micro, focusing on this on the local stuff, you can illuminate the macro, you can illuminate a bigger issue. And thankfully, in this film, you don't lose sight of that, that in fact, sort of as we pull back from paradise, we're, we're, we're hey, this isn't, this is horrible. What happened to these people should never happen to anyone. But this isn't the only time it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of lessons to be gleaned from this film. No, absolutely. And that was really important to, to Ron Howard. I think he wanted people he wanted that micro story. He wanted people to, to feel like they could connect that this was Paradise, California, but it was also our town. It was sort of everyone's town. And I think, you know, the, the opening sequence of the film, which um, was, you know, just exquisitely cut by one of our editors, Gladys Murphy, I think really, really does a job in sort of putting people in other people's shoes. Um, the first 10 minutes of the film for people who haven't seen it, obviously, or listening, uh, really recounts the day of the fire through citizen footage, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that you were really living in real time um, as, as the town evacuated. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for this film, Rebuilding Paradise, and uh, all the great work that Ron continues to do. I'm glad he's pursuing documentaries. He's made some wonderful narrative films, but I, I think this is a this is a wonderful part of his uh, arsenal to be able to to be able to draw upon that and um, and for yourself. I I would run through the list of all of the wonderful documentaries you work. <laughs> please do. It's okay. Oh, please do. <laughs> not only here, but on HBO. You had a nice run at HBO. I, did. I worked at HBO for a very long time. By the way, I'm a huge Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling, uh, 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 that on your list. I, I'm, you know, my heart. That happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thanks. thank, thank you, Sarah Bernstein. Thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you so here. much for having me and for promoting this film. Again, thank the film you. is called uh, Rebuilding Paradise, and we've been talking with the producer, one of the many producers of the film, uh, and uh, that would be Sarah Bernstein. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music